Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise and all the honor. Thank you today, God. Hallelujah. Father, we want to honor our apostle and visionary of the house. Hey, Pastor Angie Hogan, we love you, Pastor. We appreciate you with all that's in us. We thank you, honor you, Pastor Casey, Brother Timmy. Hallelujah. We just give you praise today, God. Come on. We awesome. You are awesome, God. We say that you are awesome in this place, Lord. There is none like you, and we come to receive from you today, God. Hallelujah. If you will, if you don't mind, just for just a moment, I want you to turn to Ephesians chapter 1. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to obey the Lord today. Amen. Thank you for it, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians chapter 1. And if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you to stand and read the word with me today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're there, say amen. If you need a second, say I need a second. Okay, we got it on the screen. Amen. Are you ready? Let's read this together out loud. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you, who? He'll give unto who? Hey, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Hallelujah. That's a little sharp, isn't it? Hallelujah. I'm going to pull back just a little bit. Hallelujah. Come on. He said that he's going to give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ today. Come on. Can you receive that from the Lord? The the spirit of wisdom and revelation in this place. Come on. If you after that today, lift your hands and pray and thank him for the spirit of revelation and the spirit of wisdom in this place because it's here. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. Come on, pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Because it's revelation. Yes, Lord. The Lord said for us to do that today, to pray that I receive, put your name in there. He said you. And the reason is that we may know. Hey. That we can know what is the hope of his calling. And we can know what is the riches of his glory. He don't want anybody not knowing. Amen. He does not want you not to know what you are a part of. He does not want you not to know what he has planned for you. He does not want you not to know what is available in this place today. Hallelujah. We've been talking about authority. So I'm going to get right on that. Amen. Come on. We've been talking about some authority and taking authority. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
So the first scripture that I want to look at this morning is Luke 10, 19. Because I heard the Lord say this in prayer. Not, I, I didn't just go look for scriptures that talked about authority, but I got on my face and I heard the Lord say, 1019, and it says, come on, let's read it. Something happens when, you're, when your ears hear what your mouth's saying. Something begins to move and turn and ha, something begins to happen. There's like, oh, I'm telling you, shut it, 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 it. Come on, let's read this. Come on. He said, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, this is the Spirit of the Lord has spoken to me. He's spoken to you. He said, I have given you power. Come on, say, he's given me power. He's given me power. Thank you, Jesus. And just like Elder Barber so graciously brought out this morning, I want to tell you that that word power, come on, put that back up for me, baby. That word power right there, it means authority. Authority. It's, it, it's the Greek word. Let me, let me not blotch this up. Let me look at it, okay? Let me help. Esosia. Is that right, Pastor? Esosia. The power, the Greek word. It's E-X-O-U-S-I-A. Exousia. Okay? It means authority. Okay? Now, let me just jump down. Come on. We're going to read just a little bit more. We're going to read just a little bit more because we're going to understand. I prophesy to you that there's going to be some mind changes in this place before you leave today. If you'll open your spirit up to the Word of God, you will not leave the same way you came, but you'll leave with an understanding. You'll leave with a spirit of wisdom and a spirit of revelation of authority. In Jesus' name. Hey. Yes, hey. Come on, forgive me. Excuse me while I just enjoy the Lord today. Jesus, he said, I give unto you power. I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Well, that word power, where you see power of the enemy, that's a different word. That is dunamis. But that is ability, might, strength, or force. So the Lord is saying, yeah, the enemy might have a little bit of strength because we give it to him. He might have a little bit of uh, power because we give it to him. But I'm going to show you something going to change your mind. You will not think the same way after I show you this because it changed mine. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. That word power is ability. So the Lord is saying, I give you power. I give you authority over all the strength of the enemy, over all the force of the enemy, over all the might of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So Jesus Christ has just released into us authority. Okay? Look at verse 20. And it says, Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not, 
that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Now let me tell you what notwithstanding means because the Spirit of the Lord showed me that this morning while I was reading it. Notwithstanding means don't resist this. Don't resist the authority that I've given unto you, but don't rejoice because you have that. It's, it's known. He said, the spirits are subject unto you in verse 20. He said, don't resist the authority that I've given unto you, but don't rejoice in the fact that I've given it to you. Rejoice in the fact that your name's written down in heaven. So he confirmed our authority right there. Jesus confirmed your authority right there in verse 20. He confirmed it. Okay? This is something the devil already knew. But see, he wants the church to remain blind to the fact that he has given us authority over all the power of the enemy. Not resisting this. Don't resist the fact that he's given you that because there are some that resist it. They resist it. They're there. Oh, yeah. Sadducees, Pharisees, they resisted everything Jesus brought forth, everything that he spoke out. They resisted it. And we can, too, if we're not careful to be open to the Spirit of the Lord and to hear. The Bible says all the time, hear, hear, hear. If you have ears, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Amen? Hear, hear, hear. Tell yourself, hear today, hear today, hear today. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I'm no means saying that we ain't taking our authority. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm laying down a foundation of why you can believe what that word is saying. Amen? All right. Let's go to verse 17. Let's jump back a few verses and look at this. Jesus had just discipled many of them, and he trained them, and he's sending out 70, and he sends them out two by two, okay? And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. The authority is in that name. We don't have authority without Jesus. But if you're a born again and you believe what the word says and you rise up in the anointing and the power that God is releasing in the earth today, you'll understand that the devils are subject to the word of God. They're subject unto the voice of God. And when you open your mouth, you're speaking as thus saith the Lord. If you believe what you read when he says that he's given us the power and that the demons are subject unto us. Hey, shandalibokasai. Then he goes on through and he says, Because I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Now he's giving you the very reason and the foundation of why you can believe. Because God is the creator, the originator of all authority. And the devil only has what we give him. Because when you look up that word let me, let me, oh, Jesus, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me just slow down just a minute. He give us the reason why we can believe that we have authority over the, the enemy because Jesus Christ himself said, I saw him fall as lightning. And what that tells me is it didn't take God long to get rid of him because he didn't have no power that stood against him. No power that withstood against the originator of all authority. Amen? None. Thank you, Jesus, for that. 
Okay, we're going to drop back down to 21. He says, and in that, in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. And he said, I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hid these things from the wise and the prudent, and you have revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. And that's where the revelation comes in. He said, you've withheld it from the wise and the prudent, but you've revealed it. You've, you've made it known unto the babes. And the babes is those that are simple-minded that just believe what God said. They just believe it. Do you just believe it today? Come on, do you just believe it today? Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he's revealed it. He's given us revelation. We just prayed for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to hit this place, to hit this place. Come on, right here, this place. Amen. Wisdom and revelation. And the Lord's showing revelation right here. You've revealed it unto the babes. 22, and all things are delivered to me of my Father, says Jesus. And no man knoweth the Son, no man knows who the Son is, but the Father. And who the Father is, but the Son, and he whom the Son will reveal him. Revelation. Come on, revelation. Revelation. Jesus is a revelation. Authority is a revelation. Learning how to walk in authority is revelation. It's not, it doesn't work by just knowledge. It works by revelation. Because what becomes real to you, you walk in. What becomes real to you, alive in you, you walk in. It is revelation. It is revelation. It is revelation. And what is real to us, we begin to walk in. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then he says, he turned to his disciples and he said privately, Blessed, blessed are the eyes which see the things that you see. For I tell you that many a prophets and many kings have desired to see those things which you see, and they have not seen them. And to hear those things which you hear, and they have not heard them. Blessed are the eyes that see the things that you see. Blessed are the eyes that receive revelation and can see what the Father is doing. Blessed are those that receive revelation and walk in it. Blessed are your eyes because he's given us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in this place. Blessed are your eyes, amen, that see what you see when you're in prayer. Blessed are your eyes that see what the Father's doing when you're in prayer and crying out to him. And you can come and say, I saw, I saw it in prayer, I saw it in prayer, I saw it in prayer, I'm not speaking because I'm looking for some scripture, I saw it in prayer, blessed pastor, blessed are the eyes that see what we see, blessed are the eyes that see what we see, blessed the Lord said, hallelujah. Because the prophets of old, they knew that Jesus was coming. They desired to see Jesus. But he saved it for such a time as this. It was the perfect time when Jesus came on the scene. It was God's time and when Jesus stepped into the earth realm. Hallelujah. And he was talking about spirit. 
Jesus talking spirit. His kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. It's not an earthly kingdom. They kept wanting him to set it up in earth. It's not earthly. It's spiritual. He said, because God is with you now, but he shall be in you. It's a spiritual, spiritual kingdom. Hallelujah. We have to train ourselves not to look at the things in the natural. We have to not to look at the things that we see with our eyes. Like sister said this morning, that she had been diagnosed as a young child with sickle cell anemia. But she chose not to look at what they declared over her. But she chose to look at the word and what the word said about her. And she spoke it out of her mouth. And it came to pass that she is no longer, no longer bound by sickle cell anemia. And if he's done it for one, if he does it for one, he'll do it for all. Authority, the Lord spoke in my spirit, is received by revelation. You are who you know who you are and you know who it is that you belong to. You seek him. You follow hard after him. You commune with him. You get in line with him. Because the word says that if you are alive by the spirit, then walk in the spirit. That means you conform to Jesus Christ. You take on his mind. The word says that we can have the mind of Christ. And you take that on in the prayer. With the spirit of prayer. You take it to prayer and you birth it into yourself and you follow hard after him and you cultivate that relationship and Jesus begins to drop things into your spirit a young lady texted me this this week and and she said uh she gave me a little bit of scripture and she said this come to me out of the blue this come to me out of the blue what does it mean and I shared a little bit back with her about what it meant. But I got so excited because I see that she's opening up and connecting to the vision. She's connecting to the Spirit of God. And he's beginning to show her things and drop things into her spirit. And that's what we're talking about. The spirit of revelation to know who you are in Christ Jesus. To know that he speaks to us every day. Continues and wants to be consistent in telling us things and giving us things in the spirit realm. Amen. side. Got excited. I got excited. Amen. The more revelation that we walk in, the greater level of authority that you walk in. And the reason how the Lord showed me that is in Luke 9, 54. Luke 9 and 54, just a few scriptures over. Remember I shared he was training them and sending them out two by twos. Well, he sent out two into a village that he was going to. And he, he said, prepare the way. And that village did not receive Jesus. And look at verse 54. It says, and when the disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just like Elijah did? And the Lord spoke back and said, you don't know what manner of spirit you're speaking of. I didn't come to, to destroy man's life. I came to save them. 
So we have to have the more revelation that we have, the more authority that we walk in. Amen. The more that we know Jesus Christ, the more authority we walk in. Because if he would give us all the authority at one time, my God, I never, I don't think I've ever wanted to call fire down, Pastor. But I've been a little crazy in my thinking before, you know what I'm saying? Come on, y'all have to. Don't, don't laugh at me. I mean, you know, God let a brick fall on their head or something, you know. Uh, come on. Some people with a lot of authority at one time could be dangerous. Oh, y'all, come on, Pat. Do you see how they're looking? I love you. But that's the truth. We cannot have all the authority at one time because we would hurt ourselves. Or hurt people around us. Is that true? We would call fire down on. Cross it wouldn't we? I'm telling you. Thank you Jesus. Thank you. Thank you that you are long suffering with us God. Authority does not work by knowledge. You can't just know that you have authority. And not have the revelation of it. Because you can tell the devil all day long to get out. And if you don't believe what you're saying, he don't either. And he'll tell you he don't. And he'll tell you all about you. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Don't think he won't. I remember when I first began to stand in front of people and have to cast out devils. I don't know why I'm going here. I remember... I, I would stand before them, and I knew what the Word said, but I didn't have the revelation that I have now. And the hair on the back of my neck would stand up. You hear me? But I'm telling you, God's got a people that's about to rise up today, going to rise up to a new level of authority. It doesn't matter where you at. With your authority, you going higher. Come on, you going higher. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Whoo, glory. The more we die, which we've been taught die, die, die. The more we die. But listen, this is the good thing about dying. The more I die, the lower I go, the higher he is. Amen. The lower I go, the more humility I walk in, the higher Jesus is in my life. And the more authority he releases into my life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I love, I love the fact that we were taught to die. Die, die. Give your will to God. Give your whole being to God. Give your life to God. Because if you try to save it, you're going to lose it. But if you'll give it, you'll win it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look with me real quick on John chapter 8. John chapter 8. I got a lot of scripture here, but this is how the Spirit of the Lord showed me. John chapter 8 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The revelation, what truth is in you that's alive? What truth is in you that you believe? That you act on, that's revelation to you. Because what you know 
He said, the truth that you know, that truth will set you free. Jump back up to verse 14. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, because I know who I am and where I come from. You see it? You, oh, y'all didn't see that one. Let me read it. Because I know whence I came and whether, and whether I go, but you can't even tell where I come from or where I go. So Jesus stood up and he said, I know. It's the same word. It's the truth that you know will set you free. Jesus declared, I know. Come on, we got to declare, I know where I'm from and where I'm going. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, shaka ba ba ba. Thank you, Jesus. Sister Julie said the other day in prayer that our authority is connected to our faith. Yes. Yes. Because if you believe it, you act upon it. If you believe it, you step out in that little step first. Because you don't see nothing. You don't see anything. But you know that you know that you know and the devil knows that you know that you just stepped out because you heard the voice of the Lord say do and you decided to do and you stepped out and definitely he was there. Amen. Because he said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He'll never put something into us that he does not give us the ability to bring forth. Never. You can trust him. You can trust him. Thank you, Jesus. Head at a what we understand and what we're sure of, we begin to step out. It's what is real to us. It's what we don't see with the natural eye, yet we step anyway. Amen. What we meditate upon and feed upon, that truth, that word, we just we keep it in our spirits. The word that the Lord speaks to us, we meditate on it. We chew on it. We take it to prayer until it becomes so real in us, it becomes a part of us. Amen? Till it becomes a part of who we are. We set our will to do what the Spirit of the Lord does. We set our will to do God's will. We study. We commune with Him. We commit our ways to Him. We commit our hearts to Him. We commit our lives to Him. And because we do that, He begins to pour out that wisdom. He begins to pour out revelation. And we begin to walk in authority. Amen. Because we already know it's been given. John 15, 16, Elder Bab said in prayer the other day, What you abide in, you produce. And the Spirit of the Lord had spoken 15 and 16. So let's look at that real quick. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. John 15 and verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. The fruit that remains is the fruit that we ask for and see to come to pass in the natural. What If we remain in the word and abide in his word and his word abides in us, then whatever we ask the Lord for, if it is lined up with his word, we already have it. The fruit is that we see what we've asked God for. That's the fruit that remains. It remains because it's become revelation and it's alive on the inside of 
the both sides. You could read 15, the whole chapter. It's all good. Abide in me. Let me abide in you. Ask what you will. Ha! Oh, but we don't forsake a time. We, the bride of Christ, abides in the wishes of our groomsmen because we choose to make ourselves ready because the love that we have for him is overwhelming. It overtakes us. His word becomes a part of us. We run after him. We run to the altar. We don't wait for a specific altar call. We run because we're so in love with him. We want to get as close to that altar as we can get and stay upon the altar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not chosen you. You have not chosen me, the Lord says, but I have chosen you. Now I'm going to bring what I'm trying to say, having to set up the authority, where it comes from, how the revelation comes. Now Luke 4 and 6. Hallelujah. Luke 4 and 6. And the devil said unto Jesus, this is when he was tempting him after he'd been fasting 40 days. He said, all this power I'll give to you and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. Well, let me just lay it down right here. That word delivered, it means surrender to. It was transmitted by betrayal. It was handed over to him. He does not have any Uh, authority that we do not give him he only has what he has by default because the first Adam handed over his authority to the enemy the devil don't have the legal rights to the authority he only has it over those that do not understand that that authority has been given unto me he only has it over those that don't care that'll resist the authority they don't care they'll they won't stand up and fight that whatever is is Whatever is, is, and will be, will be, whatever that song was. From the devil? I can't even remember the words, but do y'all know what I'm talking about? Whatever will be, will be. The devil is a lie. Yay! It's not the devil's original authority. He's not the author of it. He's not the originator of it. Hey, Father God is. He gave it to the first Adam, and the first Adam surrendered it or gave it over temporarily. Let me add that. Because God's got an army marching through this land. Deliverance is their song. There's healing in their hands. An everlasting joy and gladness in our hearts. And in this army I've got a part. And we're coming alive. And we're rising just in time. Because just in time, the Lord is revealing to us who we are. Just in time. Who we are. And this church, the giant, the most powerful organism that is up in this earth, is coming alive. Coming alive. 
You can sit on the pew if you want to. But I'm following. I'm following this. I'm going because I know they're following Jesus. And I'm following Jesus. And I'm not taking anything the devil tries to throw at me. Hey. Ha. Ephesians, Ephesians 1, it just talks about how that, God, that Jesus has been placed far above all principality, all power, all might, all dominion, and every name that is named. And he's, and the, in Ephesians 2 and 1 says, and he has quickened you. Oh, by his spirit, he's made us alive. He's caused us to see. He's revealed himself to us. Quickened by the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord God, the same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, quickens you, hey, and allows you to see who you are, ha. But you can be closed up, people. You can be closed tighter than I don't know what and never receive anything from the Lord. Come on, we got to protect this. We got we to gotta go after this. This is not something that he's going to throw on you and, oh, you just caught it. No, you got to pursue it. You've got to pursue him. You've got to take that first step. You've got to, hey, hey, hey. woo Jesus, the very act that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead lets us know that he's also raised us. Because we're the body of, did he raise him from the dead? Did he raise him from the dead? Ooh. (laughs) Then he has raised us up, Ephesians 2 and verse 6. Will you put that up? And And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has made us sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above all principalities, the word says. Far above all dominion. All power of the enemy. Amen. And Ephesians 1 and 22 says, And he has put all things under Jesus' feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Oh, I saw it as two ways. I looked at it like, okay, let me see if I can bring this out. Jesus is the head, and we're the body. And Jesus is in heaven, and we are here. But in the spirit, we're already sitting with him in heavenly places. And then I saw it like this. Jesus is the head. The head turns the body. We're the body. And the feet are attached to the body. And so we, hey, take our authority in the earth. Hmm, under my feet. Get under my feet. I, I don't know that anybody got that. The body's in the earth. I know that there's at least five, five feet and four inches between my feet and my head. The head sits above the body. The body's left on the earth. 
And like, like Elder said this morning, ain't nothing happening if we don't take authority in the earth. Because he give us the earth. He give us dominion over the things in the earth. He said take dominion and subdue it. Subdue it. Take authority. Uh, uh, exercise your authority. Start where you're at. Hey, start right where you're at. When you have a headache, headache, get out. That's where I started. I think it was a headache for me. I just started. I think it was. I, I never have had those kind, what you call that. Thank you, Jesus. I've never had a migraine headache. Uh, thank God, you know. But I know that God has delivered people from migraine headaches because somebody took authority. Amen. Jesus. He's the head over all things. And if he was raised up far above, then his body's with him. Amen. His body is connected to him. And we place things under our feet here on the earth because our feet are a part of the body. His feet are a part of the body. And it says that all power of the enemy is placed under his feet. We are the body. We are the feet. You get it? We are the feet. And it's been placed under us. All power of the enemy has been placed under us. Under our feet. We are the feet. We are the body in the earth. Hallelujah. Hey. Jesus Christ is the supreme rule over all things. The originator of all authority, power, and dominion. And he tells us, he says, be sober and be vigilant because you do have an adversary. And he's as a roaring lion. He's an imitator. He's not the lion. He's as one. He's a lion when you don't know who you are. He's a lion when you lay down and let him just put anything in the world on you. Let him do anything in the world he wants to to your family. And you just, whatever will be, will be. Ha, ha, ha. That originated right out of hell. Do you hear me? <laughs> Trying to get us to sing that song. Ain't no telling how many set up a stronghold from that song, singing that song. I sang that song. Oh, my God. I take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus, and you get out. Shut the book aside. He tells us to be sober and be vigilant, to walk about, because the devil walks about seeking whom he can devour. He's looking for that one that does not know about the authority. He's looking for that one that does not walk in authority, because that's the ones he devours. And he's good at what he does. But the word tells us to resist him and stand in faith. Resist him in the faith. That means to withstand him, to stand against it. Don't accept that. That's not your lot in life. That's not what the word says. That's not what he declares over us. Hey, and there's only good and bad. And if it's not good, it's not God. If it's bad, if it's making you sick, if it's destroying something in your family, take authority. 
You have the power and the right to take authority over your family. I heard Pastor Michelle tell me the other day that she's taking authority over a member in her family. And it does not matter what it looks like. Hey, she believes what she knows is to be the truth. She already sees it in the Spirit. We've been taught around here if we can see it in prayer, we can see it in the Spirit. It is ours. If we declare it and we open our mouth and we speak what the Lord has shown us, it is ours. It is ours. If we ask and believe, it is ours. Second Corinthians tells us that we have weapons. They're mighty through God. They're not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations, thoughts that come that is not, that is not line up with the word. That's where it starts. The very first thing that we have to learn to do is cast down that stuff that comes into our mind that doesn't declare who we are. Because I remember not too long ago leaving a Friday night service and I declared I'm going home to go to bed. I didn't say the T word, but my whole body geared up for it, Pastor. I became sick. Monday night come to... Uh, to uh, street ministry, my ears started hurting me so bad. But in the midst of being, I, can I say it just for demonstration? Because I'm not saying it that I am. When I said I was tired on Friday, it set something in motion. By Monday, my ear hurt me so bad. I'm telling you, pain, pain. And, and, in, and instead of thinking about taking authority over it because I had already given in to the spirit of tired, it began to operate. By Tuesday, Pastor, by Tuesday evening, I was sick in the bed. I didn't even, even want to get up. Wednesday, I stayed in the bed all day. But let me tell you, by s Thursday afternoon, I heard the spirit of the Lord say to me, I ain't got time to be sick. Because I say that. Oh, my God, Pastor, I come alive. I got up out of that bed. I began to take authority. I got myself into this prayer Friday. And, and I, that thing broke off of me. I, I'm telling you, it broke off of me. It's powerful what we say with our mouth. And even what we think in our mind. So we can't even let our mind go there. We have to take authority over what comes into our mind. If the thought comes that, oh God, I got a, a pain, I got a pain, I got a pain. If we, if we give into that, we're going to lay down in it. But it, it may be true that you have a pain, but you just press now, there are times when we rest because I think the Spirit of the Lord let me rest that Tuesday, Pastor, Tuesday night and Wednesday. But on Thursday, he said, I ain't got time to be sick. And I come alive. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I don't have time to be sick. I want to be about my father's business. I want to see souls saved. I want to see... Life's changed. I want to see people set free from bondages of sickness and death. 
I want to see them free from drugs and alcohol and witchcraft and demonic activities. Hey, we're seeing it. We're seeing it. Oh, my Jesus. Hey, this vision is alive, church. This vision is alive. Yes, God did drop what this vision into the hearts of a woman of God. But the vision is alive. It is spirit. This word is alive. It's spirit. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And if we can get that revelation, hey, oh, shakababa, that this thing is alive. Oh, that when we open our mouth and we speak and see it came with sub submission, pastor, it came with submission. Let me say that. It came as I submitted fully, fully to the will of God, fully to the vision in this place. My life began to change. I surrendered totally, and I called it in prayer. I called it because I took it to prayer. I took it to prayer, and I birthed it in me. By the Spirit, he said, it's not by might, it's not by what you know, it's by my Spirit, says the Lord. It's by my Spirit. Oh, and if you allow me to, the Lord says, I'll drop something into your spirit that will set you on fire, that will change the course of your life. It will change your mind. It'll change your attitude. It'll change your life. Hallelujah, Jesus. This spirit is alive. This vision is alive.